0: Would we all be happier if we touched more as friends? How the traditional dating model is failing us. What we can do about it, and what about when a friend wants more from you than just friendship? Dave Buddha from Dude Panel Podcast weighs in. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T.
1: The music's gone.
0: Okay, welcome to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. Uh, as we all be. Yeah, you're B. So, uh, as we all know, Stephanie's in Europe writing her book. Yay! Yay! And, um, and it's just you and me, Dave Buddha from the podcast Dude Panel. That's right. So we normally, we normally have Obi with us, but it's, uh, it's also just you by yourself.
1: Yeah, we're like old friends right now. It's like, it's like sort of when, the Zena and Hercules were on back-to-back when we were kids and then like sometimes they go on each other's like shows Yeah, they did remember do that, that. you remember I that they went that. on each other's shows was really... But it's kind of we're doing that now with the superheroes and the Avengers things It's like all the superheroes are showing up in each other's movies
0: Do you um ever do you feel a little naked without obi with you when you record a show?
1: I w- I say yes because I you know that would make obi feel good um. <laughs> And that's very considerate of you <laughs> I I always try to throw in a little like you know Obi, like, gosh, you know, it's not the same without you. That's nice. I like, you know, but I like being on my own. It's Here's what it is, is that this is the same thing I feel in relationships, is I always like mixing up dynamics. You know, like, I think I like the, like, even in my family, like, I recently have gone on vacations with just one of my parents. So my parents are still together and alive and everything. So, like, I just went on a ski trip with my mom, and then I do a separate trip with my dad. And my sister doesn't come. It's just, you know, the two of us. And that's Radical because we used to just do family trips.
0: Oh. I always like
1: mixing up things, like you know, maybe like next time I'm in, maybe just me and Stephanie sit down, or Obi and Stephanie, or Obi yeah. and me. like I well, just to get
0: a different dynamic. You know,
1: I'm like I'm into that, you know. Well,
0: different things come out of it. Totally. I, well, I'll say this: I I feel like I suffer from maybe doing too many. Uh, different dynamics and combining people Who I think I'm like oh God, whatever it'll be fine And there are a lot of collisions Like friends don't always blend With friends uh-huh. and I find certain Friends end up annoyed that I was Okay with those other friends blending
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, And then Actually as you're saying it I think my Family more than anything we all travel A lot actually so I'll spend time with My brother or, or just my sister Just my mom you know, and then and then it's a beautiful thing when we're all together because yeah. I, I think our our senses of humor all fit nicely together.
1: Yeah. Did you want to give me your foot to massage while we did this? How? Yes. Was this this yeah. was part of the idea, right?
0: Yeah. But I we have Christina to rearrange across, the mics
1: from me <laughs> and we were, we were just. Doing ah, massages for okay. foot. Here there. we go. So okay. your feet are on my lap. We to dictate this now. Your feet are on my lap. Yeah. Is that comfortable for you? You look like you're going to fall out of the chair. I'm not going to fall out okay, of the good. chair.
0: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you asking, though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, safety, That's nice. safety, podcasting safety is important. Yeah. You don't want to f- injure yourself while podcasting. Um,
0: <laughs> and I think, uh, how do you feel about I feel like, you know, we have a certain level of intimacy. So there's a comfort in massaging my legs. Uh Do you, I mean, we've talked about this on other shows. I mean, you know, should we all be massaging each other's hands when we're hanging out as friends?
1: Uh, I think so. (laughs) Well, I, you know, it's like I actually teach a class called social massage. And the whole purpose is to, to help people or to show them how to use, Massage as a way of connecting with people, not necessarily learning massage. Because if you went to learn massage, what would you do? You learn how to go and massage somebody on a table, and it would be like a two-hour thing or whatever. You would learn the routines, and and you maybe you could take some of those techniques and apply them to sitting across from somebody or next to them on a bus or whatever. Not that you should massage strangers on a bus, but you know, like that that these you could you could actually just learn how to how to touch people in a way that um, is a little better than average, maybe right. Mm -hmm. I mean, any touch is just great, but just like just rubbing someone's back is my favorite. You know, it's like, so you don't have to be an expert. Intentional
0: touch and finding certain pressure points or or things that relieve stress for people that are going to make them feel better.
1: Yeah. And the truth is, like, I've I've taken two week long massage classes. One of them was Ayurvedic oil massage in Greece, and one of them was a Thai Thai massage in Bali. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's taught me some things. But mostly I just I just like feel the muscles people and and massage them and then hear what they have to say about it and then discover things and but i'm just constantly like you know if i'm friendly enough with someone that they feel comfortable with me touching them and massaging them then i will and uh you know i learned that way like a an amateur but i've just like you know i've done it a lot and found what people like
0: yeah well and, and i well i like that i mean you said amateur but i think the point is we can all do it we all have the capacity in us oh totally You know, it's not something to fear. Yeah. And like you're saying in general, touch is nice, so.
1: It's really nice. Yeah, I think we, and it's, you know, we, this is, uh, I'm going to zoom out really quick, but like, if you go into other other cultures, like touch each other more than we do.
0: Yeah, right? in general. And, well, and so yeah, my Latin family coming from a Latin culture right, definitely right. are. family touches more. and I was in Colombia more.
1: with Hobie, and we, you know, oh, we yeah, saw that, super touchy. Right? Everyone's
0: grabbing each other all the time. <laughs> totally, and and probably <laughs> in you know, a loving way.
1: And and we don't even necessarily see that as much because we're Americans visiting there. They don't touch us as much as they touch each other. Right. even, you know, so it's like we're getting like kind of like a sliver of it. But um, I think that there is this there's a link between uh there's a link between countries that have high levels of sexual repression and and violence basically yeah. and you know what sucks and but people don't honestly never realize is the united states is one of the more sexually repressed countries in the world you know yeah. we're like right up there we're like competing with like saudi arabia like we're not you know we're not as bad as them yeah and some of the as some of the really fundamental um uh, Muslim countries, but like we're up there. Yeah. And so when well, you look at the and... same levels of touch, like we don't have a high level of touch compared to the people in the world. We also don't have a good relationship to sex and we're also the most violent, you know, compared to other people. So
0: yeah. Other developed nations. It's all
1: connected, you know?
0: Yes. Well, I I know that. Right. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think and this is, this is also why I feel not. Everyone does know that.
1: I feel really strongly about the fact that I think sex workers are saving the world.
0: Oh, I, yeah, uh, uh, I hear you.
1: Because if you, like no man is going to, and let's just say violence perpetrated by men. I mean, you know, ninety nine point nine percent or so. It's like no man is going to be that violent if he's like having awesome sex every day or getting just like getting a, a a loving sexual release every day. Like you couldn't. It's not possible. You could you could take if you could. If You got every member of ISIS and you got them like uh, a daily like awesome hand job. Mm-hmm. Like ISIS would just dissolve there would be no more. ISIS. No, I,
0: I agree. And actually to, to bring credibility to the statement, uh, I've talked about it before, but there's a book called half the sky that won a, um,
1: half the sky or half the sky,
0: half, half the sky, <laughs> <laughs> <Strange>. <laughs> like the blue sky above Oh, half the sky. Okay. And, uh, and it's, um, two journalists who won a Pulitzer prize, I believe for the, uh-huh. for the writing of this book. Um, I have it on my bookshelf actually, mm, okay. maybe in my room. Okay. We're sitting next to the bookshelf. Yes. Uh, it's, That'd be an
1: exciting show. Let's look at your bookshelf until yeah. we find the book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's a, it's a very powerful book about female oppression around the world and like the issues that women are dealing with mm-hmm. um, as a gender. And they reference this point and they talk about Afghanistan, for example. And mm. they talk about this hierarchy of how um, a large population of these young men will never touch a woman. And what I mean by that is they're not going to hold hands with a woman. Wow. They don't have classes with a woman. Yeah. Ever. I mean, that's not natural. Yeah. For sure. Right. Um. And I think sometimes I get uncomfortable. Like when we're talking about it, it's almost like guys need to get off. Like that's not what we're talking about. Sure. Sort of. I mean, guys do... Do need to and get off? And it's not—it's not it's not, it's it's not a woman's
1: responsibility to get a guy off. Like that's the—that's the part that would be weird if we were talking about it like that, right? You know, it's not like this isn't. I'm not saying to all women out there, like, you know what, you know what, the problem is—is is that you're not giving enough hand jobs. Like, no, that's not right it at all. Yeah, I think right. I just
0: want to clarify that right. the—that we're <laughs> yeah. not putting, we're not saying that needs to happen, but there yeah. is a very clear correlation, and um, and it makes a lot of sense. I mean, oxytocin's released; you feel happy when right. you're touched, right? Um. Yeah. So actually, thank well, you for it's bringing like, that up. It's
1: like you get, you get to me. You get the rewards of life without having to actually go through all the rigmarole that we think we need to go through to get the rewards. This is like, and I wasn't planning on plugging this, but it's like I came up with something called Intimacy Fest, and I made this this annual festival yeah, that happens in great. Southern California. It's wonderful, and I thought to myself because I would go to these, I would go to these conferences or I'd go to these retreats and. They were for another purpose, let's say it was even like marketing or i don't know it was like skill building of some kind, and the thing that I would always get from them that I would enjoy is intimacy, whether it was like I got to deeply share myself or I got to like make new friends or maybe hook up people or touch them or be in cuddle piles like you know the it, it, the the big joke is like whenever like when i we host a workshop at our house like it's always like it, there's always cuddling at the end of it, or there's something like there's always that that intimacy involved. And so I thought, okay, well, why not just have an event or a festival that's like just about that stuff? Like, why do we have to go through and pretend we're here to like network? But then really, actually, the things that we're remembering is like those moments that we spend in deep conversation. Like, why Mm. not just have a festival where we can just go do this stuff and not not have to, like, you know, make uh, enough money to then be able to relax to do this stuff or not. You know, it's like, why can't we just make this really accessible? Because. This is the thing we're doing all the things in our life for, anyways.
0: Ah, which brings me to uh, a dating situation I was having. Uh, Interesting. (laughs) To navigate the topic, yes, Uh, and and you were interested in chiming in. Basically, uh, I found myself dating someone again who definitely lives more of a traditional lifestyle, Mm -hmm. and I think uh, has pursued me in the more traditional way Mm -hmm. is that fair to say i think when i say that i think i just mean we're going to dinner and getting to know each other and his assumption is that we'll be monogamous we haven't gotten that far yes
1: okay (laughs) how many dates have you been on so far
0: um kind of a lot some of them i forget he'll reference dinners and i'm like oh yeah Uh, like
1: more than 10
0: i would say around 10 okay and i've actually known him for many years and i wasn't uh, I was either in a relationship or not available, or you know, and we just sort of were on different paths. I was working in the same industry as him for a little while, mm-hmm. and um, that's how we met. And then, and now I'm not, you know, and uh, and there's something about him that has caught my interest, right? Okay. Like I, I am excited. Hopefully, about after him. ten dates, yeah, exactly, <laughs> right? exactly. Like, no,
1: You're like, I don't know, we'll try another one. Yeah, okay. oh, well, no, and no, in some interest. ways, there's maybe I was definitely about him. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think at first I was distant because I'm looking at sort of the just the surface, what you can see. And I'm going, no, we're, this is not the yeah. right fit. Uh-huh. But then, you know, we're getting to know each other. And I go, this is actually a really amazing person with with wonderful depth and qualities okay. that I admire. And yeah, I want to spend time with this person. Yeah. Um, and then there's sort of the, the uh, job, his daily work life has uh-huh. taken over and he has disappeared off the map. Uh-huh. And I think that this is a big cultural issue with how much everyone works in our society and you were just hitting on the idea of um, I feel the more traditional dynamic is I'm courting you and I'm working on this so that we can have time together I get to be physically touched by you like that's the reward at the end of all of this
1: Uh yeah
0: I, I don't know where I'm going with this I think it's I mean there's still something to getting to know each other though and having a deepened bond yeah but maybe physical touch isn't
1: well, it's like maybe what you're saying what you're talking about is this idea that you don't have to like the rewards as long as they're consensual can happen like on day one
0: physical touch could
1: right like i yeah like we don't see i think this idea that we have intimacy as some kind of rollout plan yeah i think that's crazy i don't know why we do that um well i mean i probably do know why we do that but i'm not interested in well <laughs> can i say you- this
0: yeah. it's something that's interesting for me is uh which especially in the U.S., we have this mindset of let's um, not have sex yet because I because we don't have trust yet. Which right. And Steph and I have touched on this too, kind of almost in doing our show, she and I have talked, we've had moments of almost like a backlash of intimacy, like maybe wanting to wait longer before you connect with someone. Mm-hmm. And um, for example, what I'm finding is I've bonded with this person already, right? And sex hasn't happened, but mm. it might as well have happened because we're already bonded. So to then be... Put uh, on the back burner for something like work is still hurtful anyway, and I think uh-huh. people have this idea that somehow if you haven't mated physically, you're still you're going to be preserved. Like the boundary hasn't been crossed, so I'm not going to be emotionally hurt if that person's not able to prioritize me. Yeah, well,
1: I think that's, and I think I want to just mention too this idea that like I, I think it's totally cool to wait you trust someone to have sex i'm not you know that's all yeah good, you know <laughs> no no um. i trust
0: trust should be there i had yeah. a funny conversation with my my housemate once where um you know he'll tease me and and sort of be like oh and you're just sleeping around i said i don't sleep around i said look that person i was talking about before we were talking for 10 hours so i knew for 10 hours and he yeah. started laughing as though that's not enough but i'm like no a bond was made where i trusted him well,
1: and it's not about, like, it's not, you know, there's about some people that, there's some people time. that, like, within five minutes. Yeah. So the girl just texted me. I met her in, in New Year's on Portland, and we were part of the same little, you know, very uh, vetted, sex-positive tribe. And I met her, and probably within... I mean, within 10 minutes, I think we're releasing the hot tub naked, like filling each other up <laughs> like that was totally cool because and there was already all sorts of trust built into that relationship. And there's some people like because 10, you're 10 in years same- and I'm not oh. I don't I don't trust that we would that would work out and it'd be a good idea, you know, and, and so
0: perhaps you, and then you don't have and sex. I
1: don't for sure. Yeah. So it's it's not like, yeah, I don't I think the time is is that's really silly, you know, and that's and that, you know, the time is for people that aren't really in touch with their own mechanisms for knowing when they trust someone because they need they need something like a 90 day rule or they need something like a like a thing. But it's like you have a thing because those are those are training wheels. So then once you actually n- know, OK, now get it. If you're like if it's really hard for you to know when you're right, when it's right time to trust someone you've made all these mistakes maybe having like a two-month rule or something is helpful right but to stick to that as some kind of like this is gospel is crazy
0: well and i think yeah i think also to assume that it that it all yeah that it always works what i want what i mean by that is right yeah i've drawn this line and so now is the time and then and then you end up going well it didn't work or there's some yeah. sort of emotional fallout after and you're like well, right, relates. nothing works like yeah, that Sorry. that
1: kind of relates to what you were saying with this guy right so like there is this idea, and I may be assuming a little bit, but this is the idea Go that because it, you have because because you haven't had sex with them, then it it it's like there's a the relationship is X, right? But it's but like, in
0: fact, what I'm saying is there's already intimacy there at such yeah. a high level, yeah. That it's it's the sex is here nor there, except that it's physically healthy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, and so he might assume that that this relationship, you know, deserves X amount of like. Effort and communication and respect because of how much like how how many bases you've rounded in baseball or something, you know, right. and that's crazy. And and I think that we do that, you know, whether it's and this happened a lot in my 20s where I would be hooking up with women that we were I was dating, but there wasn't a exclusive agreement yet. And and I realized at some point because, you know, I, I would have I would feel this pressure from some of the women that would want to be exclusive but I realized at some point that what they really wanted, and not said that they wouldn't want to be exclusive, but what they wanted on a steeper level was just the kind of respect and communication that I would give to a relationship if it were exclusive. But yes. I had it because I was just doing what everybody else was doing that if I was just going to, like, I could just kind of treat it as like a one-foot-in, one-foot-out situation. But if I could fully commit to being casual or fully or just like you know treat them as if they were the they really really important to me even if we had just met or just had sex a few times or whatever like that was actually just going to be a better idea and then maybe that need for exclusivity wouldn't be there as much or wouldn't as be paramount. so it wouldn't be so desperate because like we're getting the thing that you might want now they still might want exclusivity and we can talk about that and all that stuff but it's different you know <laughs> yeah. How's this leg massage working for you? Am I distracting you too much?
0: No, not okay. at all.
1: Sometimes it can be like brain scattering. No, like I was thinking you could
0: do a little more like foot arch massage there if, this, if you're this, okay with this that. This is really good.
1: This part here. Yeah. The arch I'm yeah. I'm touching like inside arch of the foot. Right, I feel like that is great. Actually, this one feel what I'm doing it, is taking more my knuckles. Center, yeah. So I'm taking my this is I'm taking my knuckles and dragging them like that right there. Ah. That is a good one. Ooh. When you get Ooh. the little the, kind of the crackiness thing going on, that's what's happening Gently. here. Oh, too much, too much. Okay, yeah. good. good, good, good. Okay. Yeah. So like I'm back up a little bit, you know, going in, and that's nice. It's a nice feeling. <laughs> Um, thank you because I feel like we don't like we don't walk on that part of our feet you know these parts we like we we walk and that feels nice still Mm -hmm. too but but this part kind of gets like doesn't get the kind of uh surface area touch no it's carrying a lot of
0: tension because it's holding the foot up yeah. yeah yeah it's the bridge
1: yeah, we could just talk about that'd be really a ri- ridiculous podcast likely talking about massaging, you know,
0: <laughs> like It's not ridiculous Like an entire getting a podcast massage?
1: of like of like talking about touch. It'd be like a such a tease I think It's
0: well, a warm-up and then you know? I bet the person I mean look I think there are episodes of our show where yeah, it does inspire
1: yeah. You
0: to go get that touch at the I end, so. you know, you're like, oh, I need to yeah Hit up my lover, whoever is in proximity. So
1: we talked earlier about, about breaking down this situation with we did, this yeah. guy, especially if he listens that way that he knows.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll direct um, him to it. You know, well, so I guess the thought. Can I, we yeah, launch into it? We're going to take a break. break. Take a break. I know. Breaks are so lame. Are so I'm so sorry, important. guys, but take we're going to do it. And then we're going to come back and we're going to break that down with, with your wisdom and knowledge. Break down after the break. Uh, Everyone should check out Dude Panel Podcast, where you answer questions.
1: It's great. Yeah, For and uh,
0: yeah. and you can find us on Instagram at ta talk sex, all that good stuff, social media, and we'll be right back. <laughs> and we're back with TNA talk sex. Just tea here, talking with <laughs> Buddha. A nice intimate conversation. Nice yes. intimate massaging. <laughs> you guys have <laughs> such a time. nice
1: like. You and Stephanie have such a nice, like, auntie, I'm a, da, da, da. like, it's so, like, it's so professional thank you and I feel, yeah
0: we want it we want it to be that way we want yeah. people to know that we care i think that is, you've rehearsed
1: it like i feel like i like you like for, before your first year you like rehearsed that line or something you i know? think it's maybe it just came naturally she
0: and i we have a natural rhythm and yeah. it's been strange for me to be i feel naked without her in yeah. general i'm like oh where's our we kind of have this springboard effect like, you know finishing
1: each other's sentences kind of thing yeah. yeah you know
0: it was a first love when we met so yeah. So we, yeah, I like having that. Yeah. So you had some thoughts on unpacking sort of this more traditional dating dynamic. The reason it's interesting to me is because I feel like I'm coming almost full circle to where I started before I ever had a show. Right. And I'm dating this person in kind of the more traditional context. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not, I don't think it's good or bad, but I, I think certain things for me, I go, well, you know, I would handle it differently or I speak more candidly with him in a way that I think he's like, oh, like relieved that I'm so candid, right? Uh-huh. That maybe the, the dating dynamic normally doesn't go that way for him. Yeah. Well, what you we brought
1: thinking? it up originally cause you were like, and then he hasn't, he kind of dropped off a little bit and that's yeah. weird. And yeah. So that was sort of the thing I was thinking about addressing is this oh, idea yes. of like, you know. And I think that
0: Do we need to set it up for our listeners? Are they following like so I
1: think they just heard that, right? Yeah,
0: there's the well there is. There's there was sort of the aggressive dates. courtship and then yeah. he sort of got snowed in by a work project. And we're so it's all of a sudden, but that that was grounds for like a short circuit. Yeah. But there is there is like the touches, like as soon as this passes, we'll reconnect. Yeah and I'm going, well, it's crickets over here in the meantime, let me like call all my lovers.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, so you know, especially after ten dates, I I see it as like after a few times with somebody, um, dates, whatever, I'm starting like I. my brain is really is getting rewired. Well, no, that's that too. But I'm saying like oh. uh, <laughs> I'm starting to think, OK, I need to, I need intention. This yes. is this is what this is. There's like a, there's like kind of a time clock for me. Like, OK, we've been we've been feeling each other out here literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's the intention of this? And if it's exactly. intentionless, it makes me very insecure. Yes. It makes me, it makes me very worried. Very well um, said. And I will probably, you know, again, I'll just have that conversation, but I'll sit down and it's, it's kind of like a, we need an intention here, but th- this is not, this ship needs a direction. You yeah, know, exactly. we need to go to a port and, yes, uh, it's rudderless. you know, and so um, that is what my initial thought was when you talked to me about that story, because it's like a 10 dates and there's no intention. So, in a way, it, it naturally, the enthusiasm kind of dies out because you don't really know where it's going. And when we don't know where it's going, there's a default, which is Disney. I call it the Disney default, which is you know the like, you know, uh, meet the parents, uh, moving together, get mm. get engaged, get married, have kids, die. You know, that's the you know that's the. <laughs> I I that was the first time I've thrown die in there, but I think that's kind of funny. Yeah, but but you um, do at the end. You know, and so that's that's the assumption. Really, in most societies and most times. And so that's a train. Like, but if you don't take that train off the train tracks, you know, but trains can't really run off train tracks. But if it's like maybe a car <laughs> well, instead, you, you know, where there's like an open road. Okay, um,
0: you've lost me a little bit.
1: <laughs> forget the train metaphor. The point is that there's a default and that those are that's if, if not if not discussed, that is the assumption. assumption. That's all I'm saying.
0: Right. So, but either way, the discussion has to happen. Is this, is it the train? And if so, right, it's like, yeah, what's, like, what's on can, the train? Are we, we intending to We can do
1: that? those things, those default patterns, but are we choosing them? Right. Or are we just doing it choice. because we're too afraid to do something else or we're afraid of what our parents would think? Or we don't want to say, you know, I actually just want to have a lot of hot sex with you and I'm not don't really want a relationship or oh maybe i actually don't want to have sex with you but i'd really like to keep you in my life and i'd like to touch each other a lot and be cuddly is that cool? like we don't know how to actually a we don't know how to have those conversations we we never taught but b it's socially weird or unacceptable i think it's sometimes. socially
0: weird i think you know and that's it, people that's also a that. function
1: of the no education because again we haven't really made that okay
0: right yeah well said
1: thank you <laughs> but I think that's that's honestly my That is my feedback For almost every relationship problem Especially in the beginning Is that there's no intention there's, It lacks intention It lacks some kind of mindfulness
0: Well and that reminds me of the article you wrote as well About determining what relationship you're going Like what you're going to do When you go into your next relationship And the questions you want to ask to which, know. which article is that? It was a while back okay. I, I think after separating from your wife Okay that you yeah. sort of reflecting on it and looking at what it is that you want out of life and what a partner represents. So oh, yeah. rather than just dating someone who strikes your fancy, yeah, um, kind of getting to those core issues sooner rather than later, sooner before you're bonding, sooner before right. you're gaining that intimacy and right. trust.
1: And what's probably happening in, in, to relate to what you're saying now with this guy is that he is also sensing that there is a bonding happening, but there's a bonding happening without an intention And so that really for anybody, doesn't matter how unaware you are, that will bring up anxiety in anybody. And that will reduce the level of enthusiasm, I think, because then we go, wait, we're starting to do this this chemical reaction thing in our brains, but we don't know where it's going.
0: I I would say that there was uh, intention articulated. So the question is, did the intention change or is it still the same?
1: What was the intention?
0: I think it was to have a relationship with me.
1: But was it to do the 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 marriage? Well we
0: don't know that thing? yet.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> but what's a relationship, I guess, is my Good question. question. Right. So right. How what are the what's the so framework? Maybe there was an intention. But it wasn't like a clear intention, maybe. That's say. true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cool.
0: No, this yeah. is helpful to articulate, right? Because, right? because actually when you were saying that I'm going, Well, no, the intention was because we did at some point have a conversation that was that, which is yeah. you know. I I have a list of lovers actually so I don't need that. I think I was I am interested in a relationship with this person. Sure. But you're right. What does and that what mean? What kind of
1: relationship? What does that I think, mean? I think
0: know? more of a consistent
1: like no, like sexual as well or mm-hmm,
0: yeah. yeah. sexual, romantic, intimate yeah. like uh, connected uh with I think consistency because I would say mm, my lovers in general are generally living other places But so things so it's a passing relationship through.
1: with this guy, right? Is that?
0: I think uh I think I'm not prepared to commit one way or the other. Okay. I think that I prefer open, but I'm, I'm curious if my desires are being met if I need to go outside of the relationship. Okay. But I'm guessing that I not will want much. to. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing that I will want to based on my preference for connecting with interesting people that I'm attracted to. Right. Um, But I think for me, there's um, there's like kind of the life partner who you can build your journey with Mm -hmm. and your day in, day out. And then you also have people that you have relationships and dynamics with who don't take priority.
1: So, yeah. And so you're thinking for yourself that you'd also like to to you're kind of on the lookout for a a particular life partner that that would work for you. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. And is this guy and so I guess to relate to the article you were mentioning this idea that like, at least how I choose life partners or how I, in, you know, going forward, look at that is, is just a question of values alignment.
0: Yes, exactly. Right? Does this person provide right?
1: Not do they remind me of my the way my mom loved me or something, you know, are the, they well actually just are factors? we just not aware of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're not paying attention to what's drawing you in.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, and, and you're right. I would say there are. The interest, I think, for me comes from the fact that there are certain values that are aligning. Do they all align? We have yet to see.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah. What are some of your values? That What are some of the oh, things what that are important things that,
0: to you? That, oh, Lord. Uh... <laughs> I, articulating. Your article is was so good about it. it, it. Is, it's, it's so it's, hard. To know
1: our own values is not an easy thing.
0: I wonder, you know, we talked about this on another show, too, and a writer, a, some a listener also wrote us about taking the time to which we all said it, which is, you know, sit down and write it out. Yeah. Um,
1: And I think think, it's a general rule. I
0: think, well, honestly, I think that the values are kind of for, I mean, for me with the specific person, I mean, there's sort of a, I think an outlook towards the world and the way that you're living your daily life Mm -hmm. that, um, that I value a lot. I mean, if it's aligned and I, I think that's
1: the way, one of the ways I look at values and things like that is like, how do you see your life playing out? I think Mm. that's a great, great way to think about values, you know, like I don't see my life playing out as I get a traditional job and settle down in a somewhere and, you know, all that. Like that's, I see my life differently. I don't see my life playing out with children. I don't see my life, you know, like, so that actually informs my values. Yeah. So how do you see your life playing out in that way? (laughs) <laughs> as much as you do see it. Cause well, again, it's also, also like, we're not sure sometimes.
0: But. I was going to say this brings up, uh, for me, I think that there, I think that I'm in a transitional phase. I think there were things that I was very confident and steadfast on for a long time. Yeah. And I think sometimes it changes and I think, uh, it's good that. to check in. I, with that's yourself. what I would have
1: guessed, you know? Yeah. I can see that especially because, and I'm assuming a little bit here again, but you yeah. know, having known you guys through this podcast, mm. And I know that you're talking to a lot of these people, and I know that a lot of them are bringing ideas to you that you probably hadn't really considered. Yeah. And so, in a lot of ways, what the, your world is becoming a lot bigger in terms right. of relationships and sex and stuff like that. And and so you're still you're kind of like sometimes one foot in one foot in both worlds. Yeah. You know Here's the traditional world, like, and here's this like oh like kind of alternative world. Yeah. Um. And so I can see that for you, and then maybe maybe the conclusion for you is that your values are in flux right now so that maybe like it would be harder to find a life partner that's values aligned for you right now. And that's okay. Right. But that's just what you know about yourself. And that helps you go into situations maybe. Right.
0: Yes. And I think this also brings up, um, something that's been on my mind when I was talking about, so we, so we interviewed, uh, the podcaster from future of sex. Right. And, um, which you can listen to that episode, <laughs> uh, but it's, she, of course, we were talking a lot about technology, and where does that take us, and, um, in relation to sexuality, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, virtual reality, that kind of stuff, and uh, and it's definitely the new frontier, but it it did remind me of how, it seems like culturally, American culture anyway, we're moving towards autonomous living, right, mm-hmm. so, something what I, the word traditional referring to as kind of more that family structure. Okay. You get married, maybe you have kids, whatever. Yeah. Um, And maybe a little more traditional gender roles. Uh, Are, are we, is that moving away? And are, and are we people like of my age group getting caught in the crosshairs of a cultural shift?
1: I think we're actually moving away from autonomous living. You do. Hopefully. Either that, or it's, well, what do you mean by it? it's about to? Like, we're
0: when you say autonomous, you mean living like not with your parents, or you mean marriage? Structures, well, or? I
1: think I think autonomy kind of stems from the nuclear family in a sense. Mm. This idea that um, it's it's like nuclear families on one end and, and like communities on the other end, really. Um, because even a nuclear family that lives in a community is not necessarily a nuclear family. Like they are, but they're, yeah, they're really connected to other connected. people. Um, so I think that especially the younger generations are starting to see that okay we because we had this phase where we're like okay family is great and family is good and that that provides a sense of community but then it, it lacks a self expression sometimes right. so you're like okay. I want to be a little weirder in my family. I don't want Uncle Joe judging me all the time, so I am going to go out and I am going to move to San Francisco or I move to LA, right. And then by oh, myself. here I am, or go to college right. by
0: yourself, all and, this stuff.
1: Yeah, and here I am, but I don't know any of my neighbors. I don't really i have I have smatterings of friends, but I don't really have a community. And then that's kind of the phase we're in this kind of awkward, like lone wolf, better than being with a family, but still not that great phase. Mm-hmm. And I think what we're moving toward, and I think in you know faster and slower in some parts and areas yeah. is is moving toward chosen family chose like community mm-hmm. and i think that a, the younger generation is kind of seeing that they're going like okay so how do i want to live would i rather live on a 10 acre piece of land with 10 of my friends or would i rather like you know work and live by myself or or would live with family like those i think the option to actually be in community is coming it yeah. may not be like fully here or, or realized for a lot of people but it's coming
0: yeah yeah Yeah, no, I've certainly read about there are sort of they're almost modeling dorm rooms or something. But in New York City, there are certain houses now that are you have a room, but you have common areas. Yeah. And uh, and they're themed. So you're moving into homes that are tied to perhaps values that you have. Right. So you're finding like minded people.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's that's ultimately like I don't I really would like to. Settle down in an intentional community of that that works for me. I mean, not every community is aligned with right. what I'm into, but that's that's works for me.
0: Well, would you say? I mean, in San Diego, you were building that, right? Sort of an intentional kind of, community. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I was doing that more when I was together with my partner. But now, now I'm kind of just nomading around. And, mm-hmm. But I'm definitely like stopping in an intentional <laughs> community, and I'm actually, I may actually, I'm considering going and living at one for like a few months when I get back, um, kind of as a drop-in type thing. Because yeah. I think I can... I'm I'm good. I'm really good. I'm a good community person. Like, I'm easy to live with in those <laughs> communities for whatever reason. So... Do and I think... also play music, which is really, you know... Nothing makes you... Nothing makes community people happier than a musician that moves in and plays, performs for them. So... Yeah, that's pretty it's wonderful. It's a nice way to get, get in with evil.
0: <laughs> do you... Do you find that can be... Mm, how do I say? A vulnerability for you uh, in terms of joining communities? I don't know. Like... What do I want to say? Your your openness and your easiness to get along with mm-hmm. can it attract people that are maybe not the best for you?
1: And and like a community thing, you mean, or what?
0: Yeah, maybe lifestyle, and maybe people that want to date you, that kind of thing. I don't know. Across the board, that's not a, a well. An I'm issue easy for to you. get
1: along with, but I also I think part of the reason I'm easy to get along with is that I have really clear boundaries. Mm. Like, so I can let people in and not have to worry about they're going to like mess up my place or anything, you know, like yeah. I can have them stay on the couch and it's a metaphor, but you know, like I can, no, I, actually. I, okay. yeah. So that's the, that's my answer.
0: This is, well, maybe this is interesting to me because I, I'm, I wonder if I'm bringing that up because as a woman, and I wonder if there's a gender difference, which is that I feel I have pretty clear boundaries as well. Mm-hmm. I think I communicate them pretty well. I've definitely gotten better at them over the years where I did have weaknesses. Um, but I feel as a woman, that maybe I am besieged a little more often <laughs> mm-hmm. um, by perhaps men, but maybe even women. Either way, yeah. like there's a an assumed vulnerability or something that that people want to take advantage of. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I think it might I wonder be, if there's a gender difference.
1: It might be. I think it might be easier as a guy, to be honest, to move through yeah. the world and do what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I don't know.
0: No, I you know it's I I guess because I guess I'm stating that honestly because I think that's where my the me asking that question even came from yeah. right is like my own feeling of well I stated my boundary but how many times do I have to say it to actually have that person respect it? Yeah, Meh.
1: <laughs> I think if I was a you know I I've been I just actually had the situation I was just talking to a friend of mine who is in a pretty rapey situation you know and. Mm. She was talking about how you know she was saying no, and the guy was listening, all that stuff, and 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 I've heard too many stories about this. Yeah, well, women we just that would, did a
0: show about it also. That yeah, yeah, that totally, to right, a few months ago.
1: And so, whenever I hear that stuff, and I put myself in the shoes of the women, now of course it, there's all sorts of privilege and understand things I don't understand about what it's like to be a woman, and and but I always think to myself, what I would do is essentially treat that guy like I would treat a dog, and it's not like. And again, it's not, and, and that's not demeaning. I, in a lot of ways, I wish people treated me like a dog. i <laughs> to ask for that a lot. But it's like, you know, a dog that doesn't get it, like you have to be, there's a firmness and an assertiveness that you just go into. Yeah, that you teach, you don't Because yeah. you know the dog is not just responding to what you're saying. It's not really, no, yeah, they, they don't, don't well, they, they're they don't not know listening. what you're saying, actually. They're not listening. They yeah. know, they know how you're being. They get mm. your way of being. And so if I'm trying to communicate to somebody and they're not getting it, you know, too many people will say like, oh no, like oh, I don't really want that. I'll stop. And it's like He's it's not. more important about how I'm being. Yeah. You know, it's like I want to turn to like their mother in like the worst way, you know? Yeah. And they will be no. like like no. Like, no, hey, 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 stop it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, no, hey, nope, nope. Move your hand. Hey. Uh-huh. Stop it.
0: To be honest, like, I've like I have done that,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. No, and, you're right. And I'm and also it, saying that with privilege, like I, I exactly. make it sound I'm, easy. I really do make it sound easy. I
0: get right? it. I yeah. get it. But but you're right that I again, it's right. It's not excusing when it doesn't work. So I'm not right sure. to clear that yeah. up. But if I'm speaking from my personal experience, I have been in those situations and I have employed what you're talking about and uh-huh. it worked. Oh, good. And then I have also had conversations with friends where I, um, I feel they are timid and they'll say. You know, well, what do you do? Or we're having this conversation. I say, I clenched the person with my legs around me, and I said, "Stop, stop." Yeah. I said, "Stop." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and then they did. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, it's not fun, but I am much more relieved that that thing totally. that I didn't want happening isn't happening anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. You have to like, it, it, there's something about breaking a spell too. That like, and this happens with dogs. You know, you, a lot of times you'll see a dog like chasing after a cat or something, and as soon as you just say like, Billy. <laughs> the dog just like stops. is like what's what's going on? Because there's like we get into this thing, which is when in men and women, but we're talking about in this case men. It's like when they get like horny and they're wanting that 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 reward, that release. It's like there's a there's not there's something yeah. that shuts off. But if you're like hey David, you like say their name or something, you know, and it's like there's almost like a what where where what where am I? What's going on yeah, here? You know? And if you can get them back into that conscious well, mind, then you could say okay, hey, I have a message mm-hmm. delivered to you. Now you can hear me. The message is we're not going to do this right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop. <Take laughs> and I think the
0: point of this is not people who are kind of intentionally raping you, but the situations, yeah. the gray area yeah. situations no, where you're saying totally. I wanted it to stop, but he wasn't picking up on my signals and totally. Yeah. You no, would you would think of that person. That's as, like,
1: you know, violent <laughs> and all that. Like if you're, you don't have the Although spray more and more, that's hand. the
0: myth anyway.
1: Well, yeah. And I think those gray areas, I mean, that really is, Oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to throw out stats or anything, but that's a huge, that is just a huge thing.
0: Well, this was our show with the ladies from Fuck Yes. we talked about this because, because we have to acknowledge that culturally this is happening. So you can't say these individuals have problems. What's wrong with them? They're rapists. We actually are culturally a cultural phenomenon of. Lots of people having this happen. Yeah, totally. So so there does need to be a shift in approach and mindset to rectify it.
1: Yeah. And good people doing it too. It's that's not what I'm like, saying. People you know,
0: who outside of that, you're going, that's a good person.
1: Yeah, I really liked Stephanie's point in that when she and then uh, that episode, I listened to it and she was saying, like, and I think I, I thought she really did a really nice job of like speaking about this man's character, right? Being someone who you know, nor- is he's a good person. Yeah he has not he does not have the training. And I also appreciated Emily and their other perspective about like and that's not fucking okay. Like yeah. I, I I think both are really important. You know, like yeah. um that's I, I love that episode. I but, thought it was a really nice conversation.
0: Thank of you. But I and to Stephanie's point, what we hope we got at is okay, so how do we fix the thing that's not okay in this person who is largely a a positive member of society. Yeah right you anyway. oh how
1: how i would do it is very very direct and again it's almost like motherly masculine yeah, or sure. whatever you'd say i mean it's it is super like i'm i'm going to be like i'm just putting on the teacher hat i'm putting on the you're going to listen to me hat mm-hmm. like yeah. i don't care if this is going to kill the mood i don't care if this is you know emasculating of you course, or anything like of you course. like this you is how it's going to be you have to be ready to do that yeah you know and and that's it. And I, and I don't know. I I think men respond to that.
0: Let's, um, we were going to talk about, uh, dynamics with someone that you, I think, well, I had mentioned as a woman working Uh in a working relationship, right? And there's someone that you don't really want to sleep with. Okay. And we were discussing that earlier. I felt like you had some points you wanted to make. Yeah. Remind me of this situation. Uh, that, that you're working. Well, I'm working with someone and there is a meeting of the minds and creative meeting, but you, oh, yeah, but yeah, you yeah. don't want to actually have a sexual dynamic. And I think th- this speaks to, I think men have that frustration a lot, right? Where they're like, oh, I want access to this woman and she's not giving it to me. Yeah. But we're going to well, take a that, break. Yeah, we're going to take
1: a break. I thought, were going to jump I in? Felt a break uh, uh, no, I felt a break No, I thought that's what I thought. Okay, we're take a break. Uh,
0: we're talking with Buddha the from Dude Panel. The break sometimes nice, like the
1: tension, you know, you're like, you're like,
0: oh, <laughs> oh, oh. On that note, uh, yes. find us on Instagram at ta sex Facebook, all that good stuff, and Buddha at Dude Panel, which yes. uh, iTunes and all your podcast all listening.
1: It's on. It's on. You know, it's like it's like YouTube. Listen, as well, listeners right? also subscribe to. I think for our shows, or yeah. we're we're there for each other. So great. Yeah,
0: yeah. we'll be right back. And we're back with TNA back. talk sex. Just T talking with Buddha. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm.
1: You know, breaks are also a good thing to do during sex as well. Nicely said. It took me a long time to figure that out. Really? But
0: <laughs> I mean, maybe early on, I got lucky. I don't know if it's luck, but one of my early lovers was was would you know? Yeah, he instigated like, that. I, He's I never, like, never thought and I could take a break. break. We're taking never, a break.
1: I never thought I could do that. And I'm like, I'm really tired, or. You know, even for me, because I tend to be on the uh, come too quickly and hypersensitive. Of spectrum, yeah, you know, and I didn't realize that I could just stop
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then continue and stop and continue. That was like that was so nice when I realized
0: that. You know, doing this show, I didn't realize that there were people who didn't realize they could do that, mm-hmm. and um, and so often with lovers, I I will say that pretty quickly, or or I had a partner who was also like that I've talked about him on the show where um he just kept coming too soon I mean it was very early in our sexual re- relationship mm-hmm. and I finally I actually got very upset <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know could I have could I have, that was a moment for me where I realized I was lacking in in I wasn't speaking up soon enough mm-hmm. right and I already sensed it was an issue but it kind of brewed inside of me and then I finally said look I'm really upset. Like, yeah, I don't think it <laughs> oh. seems like you don't care yeah. <laughs> that I am not coming because you're finishing before me and all this. And yeah. and then I was like, you know, I joke, but I made the ground rules. It was like a just we were talking about being stern. I was like, yeah. hey, Do I come. come twice. Do not come. No, not even. I said, I come <laughs> yeah. twice before you come ever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And he went, yes, ma'am.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go. And then
0: it worked. That's now, great. Did, did I have to? Hmm.
1: Yeah. I love that he responded so positively. Yeah,
0: that. he did. That's I good. know. It was so nice. <laughs> well, that was also a lesson for me. I said, oh, you know, this assumption that they're not going to respond positively is wrong, is erroneous. Yeah. They might respond positively. So just have, assert yourself. I want to have
1: more sex, okay? More, longer, longer more sex. sex. Okay. Exactly. Well, i, I do that.
0: Well, and I said to him, I said, tell me when you need me to stop. You yeah, know, and he would. he totally. And I think he needed, per- I think that was a, even the stress reliever. Totally. I think he needed to hear that and once he did, he was he had permission to do that and he was like, "Oh, stop, 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 stop."
1: Totally. And if and I think women encouraging men to remind them that that can also be really hot. Yeah. You know, like that's nice because actually like, it's, men think that I think men have this idea and I, that that women like, you know, sometimes stopping a good thing like like so bad. And it right. is sometimes. They're gonna <laughs> run Like, <laughs> I'm, you know, like, "Oh my god, that upsetting. feels so good. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop." And sometimes it's okay to stop. You know.
0: Well, I, I like what you hit on is, which is, um, it feels good as a partner to a man to know that I'm turning him on. Yeah. Right. So if he's going to come, that's, that's hot. That's hot. Well, not even just that I'm turning him on. It's exciting to see him excited. That's yeah. all. It, and you can feel it too, physically, anatomically. There's all that's yeah. going on and you're like, yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. And
1: I always, and I think too, this is something that, that I instruct women, that I'm with because it helps me and I think that most men this is the case for um but I I I will say hey if I'm uh if I'm I'm trying to hold back the the coming thing um like scratch my skin
0: pretty hard Mm
1: -hmm. um and that actually it does the same thing as like that hey you know, like with the dog in a way, like it tells my body like, Hey, there's something else going on in your body besides trying to come. It's like, you have a, you have a chest, you have a back, you have a head, you have like other parts of your body.
0: And it actually (laughs) like channeling the energy,
1: it rechannels it. And it it helps me without necessarily having to like hold back too much, which is not that fun. It actually just like spreads out the pleasure a little more. And so I think that with any, I think this is, honestly, I would try this with all oh, men. I mean, you can, you, and the key is, and you need to know this guy a little bit, um, but the key is to, to scratch or pull hair or to do something enough so that it like, it, it, it takes you to that edge.
0: Okay. Because can I the ask edge you, is what gets is, your attention over there. Is this something that should be discussed before she like yanks the hair, or digs the nails?
1: I think so. <laughs> unless you, <laughs> unless you know his edge threshold, from yeah. touching him. Mm-hmm. I think it would be cool. Um not every not everybody likes scratching, especially not everybody likes scratching as much as I do. Um, but the hair pulling is great too. But yeah, if you know if you've already pulled their hair or scratched them and you know they like it, that would be cool. But otherwise, especially if you feel like they're coming too soon. Like say, hey, I had this idea I heard on this podcast, TNA Talk Sex. Like you can and <laughs> like when you're getting close, like definitely don't like definitely hold back. Like you know, use your use your powers to hold back. But uh you know, what do you think about like, like scratching you and, and basically doing something that like diverts your attention? Because mm. it again it has to be hard enough. It can't be like light. It has to be like you have to yeah.
0: Well, instead of do something of, that
1: that like almost is like ah, ooh like like that. Uh-huh. You know, and that, instead that
0: of a, right to stroke would release more pleasure or make it. But so it's the it opposite. Just, yeah, you, yeah, you just need
1: something that's strong enough is gonna, gonna yeah.
0: So to to the topic that we left off on the break yes. about dynamics of kind of work environments. I, I was going to say, I, I was interested in this situation where there is a chemistry in a number of ways, but not the sexual physical that I want, uh-huh. right? right? And, um, and so this person is very frustrated by that. And, um, and I think it's, it's always, I think a lot of women deal with other sort of these questions that come at us where you're going, well, but how is that? how is it that this one thing, you know, you don't yield on?
1: yeah I don't know, right, yeah, it almost like like your situation when you described it, it seemed kind of ridiculous, like, okay, so like, so you're not into him, and he doesn't accept that like, for some reason, and
0: you know what came up weird. for me in that like, it's, dynamic? It's
1: just weird to me that that we that that would be that he wouldn't accept that. It's like, hey but dude, he like accept- wh- so what you know,
0: well, you know what I think in this particular dynamic when I look at it. I think that I'm providing a lot of um, support uh, in, in a work capacity. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I think this happens in our culture. I think our society prefers that when you find someone that does one thing for you in that way, you you can sometimes want them to fulfill all of the things that you need. Yeah and it seems like well, it seems like that issue where he's going i want to put everything into you though and right. i and i think we L- literally, also yeah, put it <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, yeah but <laughs> but that there's sort of this that that's somehow a greater more pure love or or um a greater well, we more have pure this, we va- have this all or nothing, bond. nothing thing yeah the that's what i'm getting at yeah. the all or nothing yeah uh, Exactly, that they're gonna fulfill that. But what I've found is that even in a relationship where someone is fulfilling maybe seventy to eighty percent of all the things you want, right. there's still that little window. Yeah. Um and, and in general it seems healthier to kind of find more than one place that you get that because for example, when that person gets snowed in by a project and they're working a lot (laughs) or whatever the case is um, or they're taken away from you, we were talking about the military before, Mm -hmm. you know, how do you, where are the outlets for these other, for these emotional needs you have? Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I've, I mean, I'm super passionate about this. I mean, I'm, I'm a, poly guy i'm a polyamorous mm. minded person so you, and, right so
0: that's hitting the wall in the opposite direction
1: well yeah and in most of the reasons i'm i consider myself polyamorous is not because i like having sex with other people like i do but it's because i believe so strongly that we don't need this this all or nothing model just doesn't work it's crazy and i think that's that monogamy, monogamy teaches us or at least the the natural result of monogamy is us doing that. So if somebody's like, Hey, like I really like you're supporting my purpose in a way that no one else is like, I really want to have you as a deep relationship in my life. We don't, that's weird. It almost like, it's like, you know, it's it feels like, the, a little he needs absolutist. to have you to have, to have the depth of relationship. You need to be in that spot, which well, is I, the one spot. What I think is interesting about,
0: you know? yeah. What you just said too, though, is, um, the point is that that deep relationship is already there, like w- not in in the fulfillment of every capacity. Yeah. But the reason that yearning is there is because there already is a great depth. There is already a strong support. Yeah. So and I mean, in my mind, to push for more, I go, well, what do you what are you pushing for? It's already there. Yeah. Everything I, that you need from this dynamic. Yeah. And then you find these other fulfillments elsewhere.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things I've been doing, and I think, again, this is a result of a polyamorous lifestyle but it really has nothing to do with what people would normally consider poly is i'm i've been like doubling down on investing in my friendships and mm. there was one particular friend um, i was with her last night her and her boyfriend the state of their place she's been a good friend of mine for like five or six years and and recently in the last couple of years we've realized like how important we are to each other you know and she just moved to la she was we were living together in san diego before i traveled and um and
0: and, and they and you mentioned monogamous relationships. It's not there's no
1: yeah. It's not as common, and we're very touchy. Like no, we, I'm
0: I'm just you know, highlighting for our yeah. listeners that it's not a sexual relationship. Oh, totally. While not. you're in yeah, a, no, right. she's in
1: a monogamous relationship. Like right. no, you know, yeah. we cuddled this morning, and that's you know, and um and that's like that relationship to me is so important. You know, like mm. that's not like that is so significant in my life, and that and I have a handful of other people that I consider like life friends. That are so important to me and like that that is the foundation on which I build my life not my partner in fact if I do decide to have a life partner romantically in the future it's not like they're I'm not going to shift all the the weight off of my friends onto them in fact it's going to be the opposite is that this person and they would be of this mindset as well otherwise it wouldn't work but like they would see that I'm coming at them like fully resourced because I've, I've been meeting all these needs in different places. I have a diverse portfolio and then I'm coming to the relationship and I can just be with them and I don't need this whole bag of crap from them, you know, and they (laughs) hopefully, you know, really as a kind of a prerequisite should be the same. So when I go off and do my things with my friends, they don't sit at home and twiddle their thumbs and wait for me. Or if I say, Hey, I'm going to take a month and go travel in Europe with, with a few friends that actually presents them an opportunity instead of a uh, uh, some processing, you know, like they, they go, Oh yeah. Like I can do that with my friends too, or whatever. Like that, you know, again, I just, th- there's so many problems with the system that we have. That is this all or nothing. It's like, there's so many things that suck because of it. And I think th- to me, it's one of the things is that we don't really value friendships. Friend has become this kind of like word. That's like yeah, uh, whatever Facebook yeah, friends or something.
0: Yeah. No, I, I appreciate you describing this reminds me very much of Colombian culture. Actually. I was going to say earlier that, uh, Colombians, they, they have a lot of, so my, my, my mother's Colombian, everyone. (laughs) Uh, so I've spent a lot of time there and, um, and the circle of friends is actually very close knit. Yeah. Uh, of course with everything, there are pros and cons, but essentially there's a, core group and it's a decently sized group i mean you you know there's probably 15 friends that maybe went to school together and all this and they stick together yeah 15 to 20 of them and uh and there is a real loyalty to each other and a real value of it and they're spending their weekends together and so when you are dating someone um within that circle of friends you really have to be accepted by the friends uh, and you actually have to fit into that tapestry or there's going to be conflict and, and maybe you don't, you know, you guys don't make it, but,
1: and if you don't like that person should, and probably will choose the friends over you. Like if you don't fit, they're not going to leave this 15 people in their life that are supporting them for one person. It would just, that just doesn't make any sense. Now people will sometimes. Do. I think that that well, sucks. I, they were telling a story. But, I was. You I know.
0: think of one example. I was sitting with a group of friend of friends like this, yeah. and and they. We were know those, those a people suck. I have, <laughs> I, have, I
1: have I have I knew those friends in college, and I don't. I really I very much do not like that. But do you situation. think they
0: maybe discovered? Maybe they didn't feel that their circle of friends was actually fulfilling their needs, or they were in the yeah, wrong there's pool are of Yeah, there situations
1: where you can, yeah, you, you know, know maybe moving you're on from that group of yeah. friends. I mean, I and I, I in some ways did that when I got together with Paula, and and we were into things that my old friends weren't as much. But right, so you don't socialize as often. It's not black and white, you know. But I think that there are these. There are people that when they start a romantic relationship, they just stop everything else in their life. And that mm. for me that is a huge red flag. I do not, I am and I will be very explicit with that if I'm when I'm dating people and we're getting more serious. I'm I'm like looking out for that. I'm like, do not do that. Like <laughs> because I know where that attention is being focused on me. And I don't and I'm not am into that. That's a like, lot of
0: like, a lot of pressure. I can't
1: replace all your friends. You know, I can't replace your family. I can't replace your no, yo- you- your daily yoga practice. Like, I can't do that. Definitely, I can definitely for like, not I can replace for like, the yoga practice. You know, I can do it for like six months because we're so infatuated with each other. We don't give a shit about our needs. But after that, like, you're going to be on your own. Like, you know, yeah, I'm to- not the guy that's going to give you that stuff. So figure it out. <laughs> did you tell I have a little trauma around this? Anyways, oh, God. Anyways, no. Well,
0: no, but you're hitting on a lot of, I think, the th- things that a lot of people can relate to. I mean, I'm looking at, listening to you makes me go, okay, wh- when have I done that? And or when didn't I? And when did my partner put that weight on me as well? And where are the tension points? And I think we're always falling in and out of balance, right? And there are moments where like, you know, there's a yoga studio I love and I stopped going in the fall. And just yesterday, I, you know, to a friend, I need to recommit because that was an outlet and that was a stress reliever that really balanced the rest of my taxing schedule. Yeah. And I say, ta- I mean, taxing may sound negative. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the pleasurable projects I produce, uh-huh. right. Cause I have a lot, yeah. you know, I'm doing a film, I have the podcast, I yeah. do a sketch series, like all yeah. these things. Um, yeah, there has to be that alone time to center myself. Yeah. So when that got cut out, I felt a dramatic shift in the way I felt in a daily way in yeah. my physical presence right with others. Yeah. And totally. then I'm yeah, I'm not able to give as much. Yeah. when I'm not when I'm not taking care of myself.
1: Yeah, and I think our default of how much we should expect from our partner that, that standard is so fucked up. It feels it's unrealistic. So off. Like we, you know, so if we do what we what we just think is normal, I think that's going to be I think we're screwed. I think we need to really look at that and mm-hmm. then say I mean every it seems like every year I get more Like I move away from that model more and more and more. You know, and again, with even with polyamory, which again is a whole different subject when you bring in, you know, sex with other people. And I totally understand that, you know, going there is a thing. But again, I don't even, we don't need to be sourcing all of our sexual needs from one person. Now, again, that's to each their own. And I'm not saying that, yeah. that pushing, I'm the, saying pushing you can, the
0: boundary on a new, yeah. you know,
1: if, if we did nothing else but source all the other needs as much as possible besides mm-hmm. sex from outside the relationship, like that would be a huge win.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't say, you know, but at the same time, it's like, there are all these other things that that are there, and for me, I don't I don't put a limit on it. You know, so.
0: I agree. Can I say this? I just had a conversation with a married uh, a married man who is a friend, and I think he's experiencing some of the he's hitting the walls of the box a little bit. You yeah. know, in his relationship, and um, I guess I guess what comes up is, you know, you still decide to have children. You still mm-hmm. want to not you, but some people sure. right you want to do that I mean yeah. that is to I don't know carry on the human race so sure, yeah, whatever, <laughs> like yeah. it, it makes sense I think it's well I think it's more of a I'm sorry I, I think it's ironic biological because, than not like yeah. I think there is a truth to totally, it about totally. human desire yeah, yeah. Um, that I want to acknowledge
1: yeah in totally.
0: this topic yeah. and uh, but I, I was in, with the married man I was talking about you know the vision of of Maybe this is just my approach, but building your life, your daily life some with someone that say you want to have children with mm-hmm. um, and still being allowed to explore other avenues, or you're both allowed to have other interests, right? Mm-hmm. Which could be sexual for some people. Sure. And no one considers that they kind of go, well, sex is off the table. Well, what if you said, right. just like, I'm going to go to tennis, and you're going to go to yoga. And uh, I want to go to that sex club, because I think it's fun to wear a leash and get spanked, right. or whatever, you yeah. know, and, and you're not into that. Yeah. You're not into, you know, you don't want to go, well, great, yeah. I'm going to go. And I I'm, met I'm this cool chick who is willing to do that for me right so you know just on friday friday nights that's when right. i'm gonna do it right um maybe that's cool yeah
1: well we we're so afraid of that becoming a slippery slope because our communication sucks that's basically what happens yeah i think is that we're like you know even if i was like hey i want to go like cuddle or like you know get a massage from debbie down the street or whatever like we don't know how to actually then go to debbie and then say, "Hey, Debbie, I just want to have a conversation with you because I'm feeling a little insecure about Bob coming over and having a massage from you. You know, can you just tell me a little about your intention with Bob?" And she's like, "Oh, actually, you know what? Bob's really sweet. I, don't, I, you know, I, I actually feel." Like, I really have a lot of respect and love for you guys. And I, w- and I wouldn't want there to be anything. And, and I noticed that, man, like when Bob and I just love snuggling with each other. And, you know, we'd love to actually invite you to come. What if <laughs> you want to We all just like snuggle together? It, that yeah, shit and is all... so weird and nobody does it. So it's like we're afraid to have those conversations. So we, so we just say no to anything that might even be a slippery slope or lead to anything. Oh, my God. And then we just avoid the whole thing.
0: Right. But we'd all be happier if we were doing that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I, my Burning Man lover has great stories of that as well. He's very good at communicating in that capacity. Yeah. Which is like, well, I love there are these examples of if he's going to sleep with a woman who's married or has a partner, you know, and he addresses the husband, he'll actually Uh call and have a chat and go just wanted to check in, make sure we're all on the same page. Totally. Just, Uh you know, how how much I respect your relationship. Yeah. And know that I'm, I'm fully aware that I'm the treat. Or the side totally. party, or whatever you want to call it,
1: for sure. Oh, I wouldn't feel at all comfortable sleeping with somebody that has a partner if I didn't feel like they were a hell yes to what was going on. Right, and then, right. And that to me is like I think oh, that was a good crack there. Yeah, I, I, like, I don't
0: know if they can hear it on the <laughs> air, but you just cracked <laughs> <I'm>, my toe. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm massaging your foot still. This is like a pretty long,
0: <laughs> wonderful um, thing, and you. Um, so relaxed.
1: Yeah, and so uh yeah, in a lot of ways, like the same. I think that one of the parallels when it comes to safety during sex, like for women, they need a certain level of safety, and that comes in whatever form it comes. But for me, that my version of that is actually knowing that psychologically, emotionally, that there aren't going to be negative consequences to this. You right. know, so if I don't feel safe, it's often because I don't know. I I think this might lead to some future drama that I'm I want to avoid. And so if somebody's with a partner that says, "Hey, no, it's cool, we're open," blah blah, and I'm like. I don't believe you Mm. and I don't feel safe like going deep with you because I don't want to get a phone call tomorrow from an angry husband or, I don't want to hurt somebody else. Like that doesn't make me feel good. And then it won't, it'll have me in my head and have me wondering like, is this really a good idea? And that won't make the experience nice for me at all.
0: Hmm, Well said. You know, I look back at when I first moved into an open dynamic with my partner and we made a lot of mistakes. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh, I made a ton of mistakes when I first did We did did some
0: things well, but we did, you know, it is a new it is new. And I do tell people if they are interested in exploring that, I'm like, no, that you're going to make mistakes right. and you have to be prepared to forgive each other and work through them. Right. Um, but that was one big thing with my partner. I, I would say, especially as a man, you know, he would be out in another country talking to a woman and, you know, and say, well, I'm, I'm in an open relationship. It's actually OK. Mm-hmm. And the other woman would go, no, you're not. Yeah. You're just out and you want to fuck around. And he's like, no, really? <laughs> Perhaps the step would it would have been how nice would it have been to say you can call her we call her now or do you want her email but that's you know what honestly a that's a little weird still,
1: too weird well, unfortunately but it's it's a lot less weird to be like yeah i'm married but i'm cheating
0: they, I mean, yeah people are like, more accepting like, oh, of that present that's day
1: okay or they
0: also think it's spicy instead right? of it's like exciting. instead of like
1: hey yeah my wife's cool that you can talk to her on the phone they're like get the fuck out of here man I'm, i don't want anything to do with this it, that's just because because cheating is part they of me like
0: well they feel like it's more involved to have to make the call.
1: Well, it's just they're more they're less familiar with it. Like yeah. we like let's face it, like cheating. We are very familiar with cheating. Yeah, cheating the is, like, is totally... cheating is part of monogamy. Yeah. It is built into the system. It is just as much a part of monogamy as you know, sh- cream and sugar is to drinking coffee. Like yeah. it's just that, and so. We don't acknowledge that because we think, oh, it's wrong and all that. But it's like, no, it's if you want to do monogamy, cheating has to be part of the system. Obviously. I mean, look around, you know, and I'm not saying that. I, I don't know. I I'm, I'm not excusing it. I'm saying. But so that's why it's so weird because mm. people expect cheating. They're like, yeah, you're cheating. I get it. Mm hmm. Wait. What do you mean? Your wife's cool at this. What do you mean she's actually thinks it's hot? You know. What do you What do yeah. you mean that she would actually want to talk to me and not be angry at me? That's all. These things are like not normal for people.
0: <laughs> well, it's, so. I mean, it wasn't normal for me either, and yeah, I've I've totally. eased into it yeah. because it had. Well, this is an interesting point. It has brought me more satisfaction, more resolution, and ease in my my w- romantic relationships. Yeah. Or my sexual relationships, yeah. right? Because they're not always romantic. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, totally. No. And those kind of conversations happen, you know, when they're, even when there's not sexual stuff. Like, you know, I mean, I want everybody to feel comfortable with deep friendships, too. Because, again, my friendships can be really intimate. Mm. Whether it's a, we may not have, be having sex, but, like, I want there to be a level of intimacy that some people may not be comfortable with. And so I may want to check in with their partners about that, too. Yeah, You know, like I'm, oh, well I'm said. doing like my, the girl I was hanging out with yesterday, like her and her boyfriend, like she's been with him for a couple of years. They live together. And like, I'm making serious efforts to make us really good friends mm. because I want there to be, a, like I, I know how deeply connected I am to this girl. And so for me to make that Work. I need to also be deep. Now it also happens that I think he's an awesome dude, and we have a lot in common.
0: (laughs) Right. We have to like the person.
1: You know, but that's my intention for sure.
0: I've had a lot of. I have a lot of close friendships with men, and I think you hit on something that comes up with their partners or even themselves. They they can have insecurity around how is this going to look when I'm in a relationship with another woman. And I agree. I mean, I I make active efforts to show that I'm not a threat. And uh, but I think it can, especially in the culture we're living in, really confuse people. But I I find I go, no. I mean, if there was something more here, I would say so, or I would have acted on it, or right. Well, just
1: the fact that we think that that's suspect—that a man has many friends or deep friendships with women that he's not sleeping with and that's somehow weird is that's again this is this product of this fucked up thing you know know, it's not like and 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 that's it's that's again it's a flag for me if i'm with somebody i say hey i want this is my friend you know jane and jane and i are really close and uh emotionally like i get a lot of emotional support from her like blah blah, yeah. blah or whatever and they and this person sees how close jane and i are and they're uncomfortable with that well that's a that's a flag
0: well and i i like it calling it what it is which is it's not jane's just my friend it's not not you know i don't know you know it's what i mean is belittling it in yeah. order to preserve
1: oh your, yeah your totally. that sucks too long term
0: yeah and and but calling it what it which is yes i do get emotional support from this person yeah. I'm able to open up with them in a way that I feel safe and I'm connected. And, yeah. um, and, uh, and maybe even I'm able to, to work through, yeah, I'm able yeah. to work through things with that. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. And important like, to you. Important to me. What, like, yeah, it's, what, you
1: know, like yeah,
0: two way street. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, and you are one of many people in my life now
0: who are very important,
1: who are very important to me, you know, <laughs> like that, that's the reality of it. Like, and that, that, you know, some people interpret that as like, well, you don't love me. Because I'm not the only thing in your life. What? That's so ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I mean, it literally is how we do it, but it's ridiculous. (laughs) You know, like, hey, you're one of the people that are really important to me, and I am also choosing to now live with you and co, you know, life with you or whatever, maybe or what, you know. But again, that you're just one person to me. You like, and you're not the one, right? You know, and you.
0: I know I touched on it, but children, you can have children and still have that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like you mean like have children and still like as as um, have other p- friends and things and yeah, all that, I know, guess like,
0: I guess I'm just sort of articulating. I think there's a fear that how could you have children and co-parent and still have other relationships that are? I think I think I would guess the early years are such a yeah, um are so intense yeah. and are so focused. I could see that that maybe there's a time in your life that you are only focused on each other and the yeah. child, um. And well, then maybe you're eight. And then I guess what I want to talk about is uh, or touch on is permission to grow out of that as the child gets older as well. Right. Right. And that and that you're not failing because you want to expand after that.
1: Yeah. Well, even and I don't I'm not a parent, so I'm, I'm just right. this is yeah, what i heard from other parents in a way. But it's like even within that, that, that. Mother, father, uh, kid dynamic. There's this thing at play because a lot of people will then put all the attention on the child and forget about yeah. their relationship. Oh, I think that and happens. And feel a lot. like, yeah. wait, what do you mean? I'm not, no, you don't have to be everything for this child. Like, right. you have to take care of their basic needs for sure. But you can also take care of yourself. You can also take care of your relationship and be with the child. And you can balance all these. It doesn't yeah. have to be this all or nothing. Now, again, I imagine that's hard. I don't, I never parent, <laughs> right? Right, right. But, you no, know, but
0: food for thought.
1: Like Elizabeth Gilbert said something once on her, on one of her, she did this podcast called The Big Magic, whatever, when she was promoting her book, and she was she would take it, she would take calls from women and talk about, um, they, they kind of solve their some issues they're having around like creativity and being more creative, and you know a common one was like the single mom or the the, mo- the mother that wants to take time for herself to write her book. And I thought Elizabeth Gilbert made this great point. Now, Elizabeth Gilbert does not have kids as well. But, um, you know, she said, and then she brought in Cheryl Strait, I think, actually was on that show, too. And she said, you know, you could be, you could just give yourself permission to be like 80% mom, you know, like do, do, do 80%, get a B, you know, get a B minus, like the kids will be fine. Like, and they may, they They
0: might adapt in a a positive way. You know,
1: they'd figure out how to entertain themselves. They would be more self reliant. Like I think that might work out. And oh, for think, you know, most of us are going way above and beyond. No,
0: anyways. but yeah, to reference something mainstream, and then we'll, we'll wrap up. But uh, oh, now I'm blanking. Was it was the movie called Terrible Moms or something? It was I, didn't, I don't know. But don't with know. Mila Kunis and I don't anyway, I but one. but there's. Yes, the Mila Kunis movie about moms. Okay, uh, Google it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a silly movie, but there there's a great scene where basically, you know, she, I think, finally has a nervous breakdown and like yells at the kids and she's, you know, says, you have to cook, you know, cook for yourself. I'm not cooking and, you yeah. know, do.
1: And they do, right, or something. Basically, yeah, yeah at, the <laughs> end,
0: at the end, yeah, the kid's like, look what I, I learned how to make a frittata online. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah, I think in um, empowering the people in your life yeah. to to fulfill their own needs.
1: Yeah. It's like four hour work week for parents, you know? Yeah. It's like well, Tim, you know, Tim Ferris realizes like, huh, like I got sick and I didn't couldn't run my company for four weeks and all of a sudden it's just running doing well. Better maybe, you know, no, my yeah, mother had right? that too. She
0: said I had to go to she goes to Afghanistan for work and mm-hmm. uh and she said she's like I leave and and things work well. <laughs> right. They stop relying on me for everything. Right. They yeah. kind of figure it out. Yeah. Um, on that note, yes. we're we're going to wrap up a show. We've kind of gone a little over, but oh it's always, as always with Buddha, very compelling conversation. Oh thank yes. you for bringing all your nuances and life experience.
1: Yeah. Always a pleasure.
0: All right. Uh, I think
1: the foot massage kept it going a little longer. I'm pretty sure that was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of our, every time we have you on, it's always a little longer, okay. our episodes. Well, thank you. But yes, the, the f- and, the f- and from now on, that'll, that'll be a prerequisite. Uh, thank you. Uh, you guys can find Buddha Show Dude Panel um, everywhere that people do podcast listening. You yep. also have quite a YouTube following, correct? You're yep. still doing videos that was there. The original
1: Dude Panel was YouTube, so we yeah. do videos there. We're actually starting up some new ones, so there'll be some new ones now. Obi's in charge of the videos. I'm in charge of the podcasts. And so, yeah, you can look, look on YouTube, search for Dude Panel. And
0: do you still have Intimacy Fest happening?
1: Yeah, it's actually happening this, it's happening this June. So this will probably come out and then it's June 15th through the 18th. And you can just go to intimacyfest.com to
0: find out about that. Nice. Yeah. And, uh, and check us out at Instagram at sex, keeping, uh, keep everyone posted there. And I've mentioned uh, Stephanie has a new massage video on how to give a central massage to those myriad of people who are very important to you it doesn't have to just be your loved one however uh you can give a great massage to them you can find that at stephanieallen.com forward slash massage this has been tna talk sex because sex isn't ever just about sex y'all